It's 106 KHQ. How's it going? I'm Tyler Woods. Welcome to the movie review. Black Widow. Here she finally is. Scarlett Johansson's big break with her own solo movie. And they, well, I mean, if you, well, I'm, I'm so I could not look past this part right here. Okay. I mean, they waited until, if you know what happens in Endgame, three, two, one on a spoiler right now. Here, let's count. Let's count down. I'm about to reveal a spoiler if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet. All right, ready? Three, two, one. She dies and gives her life to become the Soul Stone. Waited until then to get her her own solo movie. Oh. Anyway, other stars in this film, we got Florence Pugh from Midsummer, and I love that movie, by the way. She was great in it. David Harbaugh from uh, Stranger Things and Hellboy. And uh, Rachel Weisz. Um, actually, you know, hold on a second. I don't think I know her work all that well, but I, I know I've seen her from somewhere. I'm still scrolling down on her IMDb page here. Hold on a second. Let me uh, get. Uh, oh wow! I mean, she's been in a lot of things, and I have I haven't seen any of this. stuff. Oh, oh, hold on. Constantine, yeah, Con the uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves uh, movie from all the way back. To, like what? What was that? Two thousand five? Yeah, she uh, yeah, she played the uh, the twins in that one. Like she played, yeah, she played herself and her own sister, like actual twins. Um, anyway, so this movie has broken all kinds of box office post-pandemic records if, as we are still getting back into uh, the regular feel of things. Uh, this is directed by uh, Kate Shortland. She's mostly known for uh, a film called Somersault. Uh, she's an international multi-award nominated and winner in uh, directing, screenplay, adaptations. And I do believe here... If I uh, have got all my facts in order, I think this is her first big major studio directed film. So how about we take a pause right now and listen in for the trailer of Black Widow. You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives. Before I was an Avenger. Before I got this family. I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be. And who you are. We have to go back to where it all started. Where did you think I was all this time? We have unfinished business. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our role. It wasn't real. It was real to me. To me? You were everything. Bring her home. Could you see what's on? She's such a mom.
All right, and welcome back. So, yeah, that was the, uh, I think that was the final trailer before the premiere. So, I mean, here we are right now. Uh, like I said before, this has broken all kinds of box office records already. Uh, reactions, although, are pretty mixed. Some are loving it, others are hating it, and then there are those who are like, uh, I don't know. So where do I fall in this? Well, before we actually get into that, I actually had to, uh, I actually just got done watching the film. Uh, so uh, here I am, uh, still contemplating on what I saw. So... How about uh, we take a look back on a few things because I was really thinking a lot after what I just watched. And I think the reason is still, even when I saw the trailer, why? Why this film now? We already know what happens to her in Endgame. Why this film now? It, the timing is just so off. Let, let, how about this? Okay, let's, uh, let's take a look back to like when... The MCU first started getting established. Like, uh, yeah, 2008, Iron Man. I walk out of there. I'm in uh, early college. I felt like a kid again after that film because of how just amazing, solid, you know, hyped I was at the film. And then the end credit scene of a possible Avengers movie. <gasps> oh, dude. Yeah, let's do it. And then, yeah, it got even better. It led to uh, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk, more Avengers hints. That Universal and Paramount were going to work, but then like uh, Universal was like cut out of the deal when I think Disney got the rights or whatever the story that is. I'm not going to look into that because I think that's just a complicated mess. Well, anyway, I mean, we go back to Iron Man with his second film that hints at Captain America and then uh, Thor's hammer at the end credits, I think. And then we get to Thor, which uh, promises us the Tesseract. Uh, for the Infinity Stones, which are we are we saying that we're gonna get some uh, some intergalactic villain here soon in the MCU? Because that would be so cool, and that did lead to the Captain America and the end credits, the teaser to the Avengers. Now, do you see why everybody went to these films? It's because of the dedicated goal of giving us the most satisfying movie experience of our lives. Each one, each film, installment, bigger, impactful, and it was going so well until Captain Marvel happened. Now, I know what you're going to say. is like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold the phone. Please. Hear me out when I say Please. Hear me out when I say this, okay? Just please hear me out. Put 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 them down. Put put all the pitchforks, torches. Put put them down, okay? Please hear me out, please. <laughs> I liked Captain Marvel. All right, before I even did this whole podcast, I, when I start, uh, well, when I was reviewing films on my uh, Takeover Night Show on KHQ, I gave it a seven out of ten. I liked the movie, but what irked me was just the timing of it. I knew it was a marketing strategy to gain more profit before the ultimate experience that was uh, Avengers Endgame because it came out a month later. Did the same thing with Black Panther and Infinity War, yes, but that was a bit different. That was really the next movie before it had the perfect place. I mean, it, it was, yeah, it was after Thor Ragnarok, which teased the arrival of Thanos, but there was room for Black Panther's arc in between before we get Infinity War. But then, with the Infinity War after credits, Nick Fury activates that pager that signals Captain Marvel for help. So from that, we go all the way back before the events of Iron Man. We set up Captain Marvel's character, what she is, what she does, and what did it all lead up to? 
an after credit scene where she just pops up out of nowhere that just, that leads right into Endgame. I felt very cheated and ripped off with that. And it still irks me to this day. Because I had hoped, I had actually hoped that maybe we, uh, they weren't going to do the whole cliche, all right, we are going to go back to events before that. And yeah, they did that with Ant-Man and the Wasp, but still, they had a good place in the timeline. But... You, I mean, still, with the Captain Marvel, how they presented her, you, ha you had her pager in your back pocket this whole time. Well, I mean, not really back pocket in like a duffel bag or something, but it could, she could have appeared in the Avengers. I know why they said that she couldn't, but that didn't stop her from, I don't know, hey, did you hear Captain Marvel while you're out there in the galaxy? There's some uh, Mad Titan collecting... Soul stones and destroying a lot of uh, things, people, extinguishing planets and all that stuff because he's pretty much mad. I mean, he's he's collecting stones to do something bad. No, okay, you're not interested. All right, we'll just wait until Nick Fury hits that pager. You, you see where I'm getting at with all of this? She was just thrown in. Hardly appeared in Infinity War. Worst timing ever for her character, her solo film. It should have been after Endgame, like right here. With that said, let's get into the uh, Black Widow review. So, with this movie, what it really shows is a lot of action. However, you're going to be a bit disappointed because it is hit and miss. Some of it's good, but then a lot of it is very misleading. And like as soon as a fight is going on, it's like, all right, so we're going to get a long, uh, you know, fight scene with this, right? Nope, nope. It's like, all right, and see you later. Bye. <laughs> It's like, oh, come on. It's like there's hardly a challenge for these characters to overcome or a, a, a character is easily outmatched. A banter, you know, the banter that the MCU is good for. Well, I mean, some of it was there, but hardly there at all. Despite a few jokes. I mean, I did laugh at uh, just some of the dialogue written silly, kind of on an immature level. And some of it gets really gross out of hand. I'm like, are, are, are you serious? Are you seriously talking about this? Right. Come on. Even if that is true, that's, come on, this is PG-13, come on, that, that's too gross, you're, you're, you're teetering there, it's like, that's almost R-rated material right there, Ugh. anyway, uh, it doesn't really add anything to the continuity, as expected, uh, except the after credit scene, this takes place in the final moments of Civil War, after the airport fights, and into Infinity War, but, Look, count. Can you count? Can you count how many solo movies other characters got? And they got them while they were still relevant to the timeline of what was currently going on. And they waited until Black Widow dies to get her her own story to answer unanswered questions. That was it. This is, this is it. We, we could get more Black Widow films, maybe, as to you know who takes up the Black Widow mantle. But that still, don't you think that cheats the actress who gave us this character in the films to begin with? I felt they forced, uh, yeah, even with the uh, new exposition here, as you heard in the trailer, it's like she had this adoptive family. It's like, oh, it wasn't real. Like, you know, it was real to me. It, you knew this. You knew all of this. And I, actually, I, well, hold on a second. I think I take that back. I think Natasha, somewhere in the films, she did reference her past. 
Uh, but, hey, let's not worry about it until we cross that bridge, yeah? Yeah, all right. Anyway, the whole narrative is like, you know, what is family? And family is what you make it. But I was not believing this adopted family scenario. I mean, I did in the beginning, uh, but afterwards, you know, when they're all grown up and, uh, you know, the David Harbaugh and uh, Rachel Weiss is, um, you know, old, yeah, I, I still didn't believe it afterwards that they were not really much of a family. Um, the bad guy here, complete joke. This is the most useless antagonist I have ever seen in the MCU. He thinks he can rule the world with an with uh, all kinds of Black Widow agents. He's bragging about how he can control the world's uh, markets, governments, crash them all with just a flick of his wrist. With already established God of Thunder Thor, Tesseracts, aliens, yeah? <laughs> I don't think you can, man. And uh, also, yeah, there's also the uh, the villain, uh, the Taskmaster. Now, there's a twist with uh, the Taskmaster here. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will say this. Do not expect much. Look. This movie, I felt, could have been a lot better. An actual true origin story that starts from her childhood. What, what puts the, you know, dominoes in effect uh, from her childhood to, I, I, I don't know, before she leaves in Endgame to get the Soul Stone or Winter Soldier or maybe, maybe uh, in the five-year gap between Infinity War and Endgame. Somewhere, anywhere, this this could have been a lot better. I felt unfulfilled afterwards, and I'm very convinced that this film, Black Widow, is a shameless cash grab from the House of Mouse. I got, and I hate to do this because this is, I believe, this is the first MCU film that has let me down. I gotta give Black Widow a very high rental here. I mean, I wanted it to give, I wanted to give it a a matinee price. You know, to go like a reason to go into theaters, but this is not the way to go. This is not looking good for the new gen MCU that they're trying to establish, uh, uh, setting up, uh, which is supposed to be something bigger than Thanos and the Infinity Stones. But I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm afraid right now. This, this could be the start of the end of the MCU. Because think about it. Ask yourself this question right here. Because I always ask this question. After the first Avengers film, how did we get here from Iron Man? Ask yourself that the next time you see an MCU film. I'm Tyler Woods with the Movie Review Podcast. Thank you for listening in. Next podcast review. Still debating whether or not to live stream the Space Jam on uh, HBO Max. Uh, but I'm still going to be doing a podcast review on that. If you'd like to be part of the uh, podcast movie review, definitely want to hit me up on my email. That is tyler.woods at 106khq.com. You can always message me on my social media, Tyler Woods KHQ on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Woods Radio. I also TikTok, Tyler Woods 106. All right, catch you later.